If you're only 99% happy, it's because you're 1% broken. Many leaders in the church always hope for things to be better without doing the hard work of change. When it comes to that 1%, the things that stand in their way, imperfections, people, opinions, weak boundaries, and lack of purpose, they stop because the work gets too hard. Learn to stop stopping yourself. Change your mindset to Christ-mindedness so you may live life and ministry in the full 100%. This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, what's up, worship leaders, pastors, friends? What's up, podcast? Hope you guys are doing great. Thanks so much for downloading and subscribing the Worship Team Training Podcast. And this is brought to you by Worship Team Training University. All of our members are watching right now on video. What's up, you guys? Thanks so much for being a member here at WTTU.co. These episodes of this podcast is brought to you by our great friends at Faith Life Proclaim. You want to jump into ProclaimOnline.com, where church presentations are made easy. Also, Worship Team Training University members, be sure to check out the calendar, wttu.co slash events. If you're not a member now, you want to listen to the end of this broadcast so that you can find out how you can get your free membership. And also, your uh, newsletter and devotional, go to worshipteentraining.com and sign up for the newsletter. Coming up... Next Thursday guest, we have David Chadwick. Awesome, awesome man of God who's gonna be talking about how brokenness is better used by God in the church and what it means for you and I as leaders. You don't wanna miss that. Also, One Church Music, we have their new album we're gonna be listening to, talk about the backstories of the band, creativity, you don't wanna miss that either. And last but not least, do you remember this guy? Tim Timmons. Tony Guerrero, Derek Williams, Swift, all of our fans listening to this podcast years and years ago, we had this show rocking. And since that time, all of us have kind of gone on to our other places of careers and ministries, but God is bringing us back together. So you're going to see these four plus one dude with you soon on September the 17th, that's a Thursday, so you don't want to miss it for the Worship Team Training Reunion Show. Tim Timmons, Tony Guerrero, Derek Williams, Swift, coming at you at 4 p.m. Eastern Eastern, and, and 3 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Pacific. If you just remember, 3 p.m. Central, we're going to be doing this on Instagram Live. Be sure to follow at Worship Team Training. Uh, you will not be sorry. We're going to have a lot of fun. So speaking of what is sorry... The Upside Down Emoticon. Some of you guys have seen the post that we've been putting out on Instagram. Uh, recently, we laughed about the, uh, <laughs> what we call the uh, uh, the Saucy Nugs, the, the chicken wing guy from Nebraska. Uh, you don't want to miss that posting on Instagram. Also, uh, you've been checking out our 60-second download, and we've been talking a lot about brokenness, because it seems to be in this day and age of COVID and everyone doing streaming at home, we're forced to deal with things that we have not in the past. And I would say things that maybe we've kept taboo for a while, but now that we're in these four walls staring at each other or at ourselves, we're now looking at new issues today that <laughs> have been brought to light and we're, we're actually now talking about them, which is good. but. This is one of the things that I've wanted to bring to you. 
Are you happy? That's my question. Are you 100% happy? That's, you know, I think when we think about happiness, it's easy for us Christians and leaders to go, yeah, but I'm happy in the Lord. And yes, I'm a Christian and things are great. Well, but who are you at 7 a.m. on a Monday? Who are you at 2 p.m., 4 p.m. on a Sunday after service? You know what I'm talking about. There are times in our lives where we hit these speed bumps and we think, wow, I'm not sure if I'm going to get over this. Wow, I'm not sure if this is the way life or ministry is supposed to be. And the very reason why we stop at le- as leaders, we stop our own personal growth, is because it gets too hard. Let me just say, ministry is hard. If you don't see your role in the church as challenging and sometimes even hard to face, you may not even be doing ministry at your fullest capacity. Because guys who have been in it for a long time, guys who have dug deep, gals that have been doing ministry for a long time, women leader, women worship leaders, there is so much that we've encountered over the past 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And today we're seeing things unlike any other era that we've been faced to do ministry in. So when you talk about happiness, I mean truly being happy. What does that really mean to you? So in today's broadcast, we're going to be covering a few things on boundaries, the opinions of others, responsibilities, real purpose, and collaboration. Let me just say that when I started out, I was in the church, I was at the church all the time. I led everywhere I could. I lived and breathed ministry in every part of the church, but I had no life of my own. I always cared more about what other people thought of me. Surrounded my life with people to tell me what to do. I've wasted time, energy, and family, all for the sake of being a minister or even being a good Christian. But this is not true ministry. And this is not real life. 1 Timothy 3.5 says, If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? I think there's so much truth into that, that we think that if I can just dive and do and jump and be at every place I can in the church, then I'm going to be successful. But when I ask that question, are you happy? How does that look in your family? So if I were to ask the same question to your family, what kind of rating would they give you? What kind of rating would they give themselves? All right, so now I got you listening, great. So real life is about learning and living with true boundaries. Let's talk about that. What does that mean? What's yours? You say your feelings, your attitude, your behavior, your growth in Christ. Develop boundaries that you own. So what does this all mean? So we become afraid to say what we think in the church because of either worship leaders, we're afraid to be fired, or we're afraid to be a stumbling block, or we're afraid that we may ruin the faith of some, or we may think, well, this is not downright Christian, okay? Well, I'm not saying that we have to bear all and say what we think where it 
misleads people and it misrepresents Christ. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, though, can you really be the real you in your place where you serve the same way that you can with your family? I don't think so. And here's why. Because there's too many people in the church, there's too many people that are looking and if you were to act the same way that you would, that you are at home at ministry, it probably wouldn't fly very well. But do you think it's still possible? Can you still actually be the same person and being free and being 100% happy and still have a ministry? I believe you can, but what's not? What's not happy? Other people's opinions? And you caring more about what they say about your life than you, or even more so, what God says about your life. Somehow when we get to the church, we think that we, if we value other people's opinions, we make them feel good. Maybe we either get them off our back. Um, maybe we can uh, restore our friendship. Uh, maybe they'll still like us. Uh, maybe they'll keep coming to the church. Maybe they'll keep serving a ministry. Uh, maybe they'll keep giving. Maybe they'll keep tithing to the church if I'm just nice enough to them. It's not a way to live. You have to let people be people. So what if you have someone in the church that does not like something that you do? Or I talked about this before in our last podcast episodes, the songs that you pick, the way that you leave your ministry. You know, everybody has an opinion, but that doesn't mean that you have to rule your life by that opinion. You have to let other people have their opinions and just be who they are. There's nothing that you can change. Their decisions don't need to infiltrate your decision-making. And the thing is, is that what I've learned is that you can't control what they do and what, what they like, what they don't like. There's nothing you can do to wrap your arms around it. It's just like you having your own opinions. I talked about this last week in our show. You're going to have them. But how you go about those opinions will make or break the difference that you, who you are and what you do in the church. So I say... You need to learn how to develop boundaries. Develop boundaries to the things that, uh, the things and people that you can't change and let that be okay with you. Job 26.10 says, he marks out the horizon on the face of the waters for a boundary between light and darkness. So see, even God, when he created the earth, made boundaries. God is the one who created what a boundary is. So do we, are we to take that lightly in our Christian walk? I don't think so. I think we're to take it as serious as the Bible says. He marks out the horizon. God marked out the horizon in you and I, on the face of the waters, on, the, on our faces. And then there is a boundary between what's on the inside and those that walk among us on the outside. Just because they walk on the outside and they see you doesn't mean they need to see inward inside your own boundaries. It doesn't mean that they have access, doesn't mean that they can touch. You are in charge of you and you can allow other people in or out. But this is what having good this is what having good boundaries is all about. Otherwise, you lay yourself out like a doormat, people walk over to you, and they can just say and do whatever they want, and yet you have no backbone or integrity to stand up. And that's not the way I believe that God wants us to live our lives as Christians or especially leaders in the church. So, you know, we're now midway into this episode. 
we're gonna have a part two on this because I really believe that uh, there's too much content to say here and I wanna leave some open air and some things for you to think about as we go. Here's my next point, point number two. You need to learn to be who God has called you to be, not what other people have called you to be, not what you've heard as a child, not what you've heard growing up, but who has God called you to be? I mean, when you think about it this way, you're God's kid. You're nobody else's. You're his child. In fact, if Jesus gave his life to you, God's the one who created you for himself to walk in deep fellowship and deep intimacy and authenticity with him. So what better way then, when we talk about being happy at the 100%, to invite God to allow him to cover up the, mis- the, the gaps and the holes within our lives, that 1%. Because sometimes I really feel like if we can say that we're, well, I'm not 100%, but I'm, I'm, I'm close. I'm maybe 85, maybe I'm 35, maybe I'm 99. But no matter the number, the number doesn't matter. It's the gap that keeps you to that 100%. And that gap is the one that's stunning your growth, that's standing in the way. And God's calling you today to decimate that wall because life is too short. When I started out leading worship, I helped bands, I helped singers, I tried to be everywhere I could. I served everywhere I could in the church. I could not sleep at night because that's all I wanted to do. But what I found was that I was truly, I lost myself. I lost myself and I lost my walk with God because I was so concerned about being so successful in the church, trying everything that I could, trying to be all things to all people, right? Good pastors used to tell me that. And they were good, but not so good all the time was the philosophy. You can't be things to all people. You can be all things to all people, as Paul said, to win those to Christ. But you can't be all things to all people all the time, every time. When we're not talking about salvation here, we're talking about this living. You're God's kid. As I said before, you're no one else's. Eternally, there is no one other than God to answer. There's no one else to answer to in life. He's it. You don't need to answer to the person who complains the most in the church. I talked about that last week. That was the whole topic. You're not subject to to the elders' ridicule or someone else in staff or even the senior staff or the senior pastor. So the reason, why are you bringing these things up, Brandon? Because it's pretty bold. Well, you're right. Who else is going to talk to you this way? I care more about you and what you're going through in your journey, in your life, and your ministry, because who else will besides hopefully your spouse? But you need other champions. You need other people in your life to help show you that, yes, you, God's making you the champion. God's making you to be that champion, and he's calling you to stand up, not to lay down on the whims of other people. He loves you. This is the great thing about God is that even through my own brokenness, my own story that I've told before, and I'll be sharing that more and more, but even in my own brokenness, my own abuse, my own tragedy that happened to me when I was six years old, I had to realize that God loved me no matter what and accepted me. And not only that, but the truth is, is that it's not about what I've done. It's about who he is and who I am, Jesus. And better than that, He wants to take you where, no, let me change that. He wants to take you as you are, not leave you where you were. 
And thank God, because if I was left where I was, I wouldn't be here today. I don't know if I'd be alive. But the fact that I'm living and breathing is because I'm here sharing this message with you because I believe it in my guts and in my blood. Every moment when I wake up and the oxygen that breathes in and out of my lungs, there is so much life worth living, worship leader and team member, volunteer and pastor. And you may be saying to yourself, yeah, but Brandon, I'm pinned down by these people and I can't move. Hey friends, before we continue with the rest of today's podcast, I want to share with you a new resource and how you can become a member here at Worship Team Training University for free. Many of us have been leading worship and doing things online, streaming, and behind the screen, but who's equipping you and your skill? You want to check out wttu.co slash enroll, E-N-R-O-L-L, to help equip you with new articles, feature highlights, and notifications all free, download it to your device. Check out wttu.co slash enroll. And also check out our new devotional, Comfort 19. That's wttu.co slash c19. Now let's continue with the rest of today's podcast. The ministry is given by God. It's directed by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and mediated by Jesus. God is the one who owns your ministry not you. It's not owned by you. It's not even owned by anybody else in the church. It's not even owned by other people's money. It's owned by God. And until you figure that out, you'll always be chasing your tail to win the approval and the opinions of others. And that's not the way that God's called you to live. I don't believe it is. Find that anywhere in the Bible. You won't see it. So listen. Point three. Listening can be the hardest thing you can do when you're angry. I talked about that last week. Listening can be the hardest thing in this moment when God is calling you to be still and listen to His voice, not the opinions of others. But it's learning about what this means in 1 John 3.1. says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is because it did not know Him. So, you need to be 100% happy where God has placed you now, what He's doing now, the ministry you have now, the people you have now. Chance is about how you grow, not how you grieve. So can you be 100% happy? I believe you can. If you're the only 99% happy, then the 1% unhappy will always crush you. So be brave to change your mind and to make changes in order to be 100% happy. So what's your next step? It's in the place that you are right now. So make it better. Know you're God's kid. Know you're about the Father's business because His business is definitely about building you. Guys, thanks so much for joining us today in this quick podcast here. Part two is coming. I can't wait for you to join it. If I, if I said anything today that um, agree with or you didn't agree with, or maybe you just didn't like, email me and let me know, brandon at worshipteentraining.com. Remember, guys, it's not about being perfect, but let the Lord Jesus lead you both in life and in worship. Love you. See you next time. See you. My kids are calling. <laughs> Bye. This has been a Worship Team Training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, 
and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.